This is the Let's Roll Podcast with your host, Double R. What it is, what it was, what it could be, this is your boy. I'm your host that rolls the most, Double R, and this is the Let's Roll Podcast. Today's episode is Power of the Wheels. I want to discuss uh, the, the, and this is kind of a, a fun play on this subject, uh, because I have a power wheelchair, I want to talk about uh, the power of the wheelchair as far as when it comes to everyday life, you know, what kind of power does this give me as far as, you know, in different situations and stuff. It's just a funny take on, like, saying I have a superpower. Um, but anyway, I want to talk about it, and we're going to do all that right after this. So in Spider-Man, uh, Uncle Ben told, you know, Peter, you know, with, with uh, what is it, with power comes great responsibility or whatever the line was. Um, kind of the same thing with having a wheelchair. And it doesn't even have to be a power wheelchair. It can just be a manual wheelchair. You you have a certain a certain power when it comes to being in a wheelchair as far as... When can I use my wheelchair or my disability to benefit me when it becomes a hindrance and when um, you've got to be careful when you are in a crowd, so to speak. And this episode might not go as the way as I want it to, but I'm going to try it. If it doesn't work, then we'll never hear it. <laughs> but if you're still listening, then you're hearing it. When I think when I think of the the... The so-called power a wheelchair gives me it it there is benefits to being in a wheelchair. There's a bunch of drawbacks uh, in being in a wheelchair. So there's some pros and cons about it. When it comes to being in a wheelchair, when I was younger in school, it definitely helped because it gave me the ability to you know. And when I was in high school, in junior high, I could leave class a little bit early before the class end to get in my next class. Um, so that was that was a plus. Uh, when it came to lunch, going to you know lunch at school, I could skip the line and just go to the end of the line, and they'd have me a, a you know get my plate ready or a tray ready. So that helped. In uh, elementary, um, I was always the the first in line. You know, I had to head the line, and then the benefit that it gave uh, fellow students is in elementary, one of them got to be able to push me. And so they always like to be picked to go push me. So that's a benefit. Um, uh, you know, there's there's benefits of, there's a lot of skipping line benefits when it comes to wheelchairs and special, I don't want to say privileges, but special circumstances that get you either past the line or go into a back entrance or a special entrance. And I mentioned this on the uh episode i don't think it's out yet at, at the time of this recording but uh it should be several episodes back uh going to events you know the the, the special privilege when it comes to a wheelchair going to an event is buying tickets for a regular seat get to the event and say hey you know i need to switch these tickets out to accessible seating you know or can i get a better spot for me and my you know my wheelchair blah 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 and there might be a special elevator. There might be, you know, things like that. Um, 
I remember going to the movies one time, and we were going to see um, Mission Impossible, uh, the very first one that Tom Cruise uh, put out and or was in. And we were going to to the movies to go see it on the premiere the day it came out after work. And it was going to be me and about four or five other people. And they were all worried about not getting to the theater to get a good spot in line. And I just kept telling them, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. What are you talking about? I said, you'll see, you'll see. Let's just go. They get to the theater and they, and they see this big long line that wrapped around the outside of the theater. And the movie hadn't started yet. It was about to start, but it, it hadn't started yet. And so we go inside, and they go, what kind of stay in that line? I said, no, follow me. And so we go inside, and I immediately find, like, a manager or, or movie intendant or whatever you want to call them. Um, I find them, and I said, hey, we got tickets to go see Mission Impossible. Is there any way that I can get in front of that line so, one, I can make sure I can get my spot and to make sure my friends can get close enough to me, blah, blah. And they looked at me and they go, well, yeah, how many is with you? I said, all these people behind me. And there was like, like I said, four, four or five. He said, okay, come with me. And so we followed him. We get up to the girl that's actually going to take the ticket before we go into the theater part of it. And he tells them, go ahead and take their tickets. They can go ahead and go in. And so we got to bypass a big old long line. And my friends are freaking out because they're like, we got, we got to do that. I was like, yeah. We going in. And so I've always had that privilege um, uh, when it comes to that. Um, when it comes to crowds, though, I think the, the responsibility part, not only on them, but on me too, is to be more courteous about not trying to run over their feet on purpose or not not intentionally. Or, and and, I, and I, I get kind of aggravated with some of my friends, especially the ones that are also disabled in wheelchairs. That don't you know? It'll be like, hey, that person's trying to get by, and I'll be like, well, that person can wait, just like I would have to wait. Like, like sometimes I'm, I'm like not. I'm not trying to be mean, but at the same time, it's like I have just as much right to be doing what they're doing as they do, and they can wait just like I would have to wait. And a lot of times, I'm very patient in letting people go in front of me. And, and, you know, whatnot. And a lot of people will try to go, hey, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. And I said, no, 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 go ahead. Like, I'm not, I'm not that, in that big of a rush to, like, I need, I feel like I need to go before you because I'm disabled. Just go ahead and take care of your business and go. Um, but I also, at the time, at the same time, if I'm looking at something in the aisle and somebody can't get past me for a second and I got a friend going, hey, man, you need to move so they can get by. They can wait for a second. Because I would be doing the same thing. I would wait for them to get out of the way. So I don't want to sound like I'm a, being an asshole or anything, but sometimes I am. And I, I don't mean necessarily be that way, but I think it's kind of a, like, it, it, to me it's like, if I have to wait for you to get out of my way, then you can wait for me to get out of yours. That's how I just look at it. I don't mean it to sound mean or anything. But, um, but yeah, I was like, there's some privileges that come with being handicapped and then... There's some drawbacks, like like I've said in almost every single episode. There are challenges and obstacles in, in the way of, in my way all the time when it comes to anything that I do or want to do or whatever, you know. And that's the whole point of this podcast sometimes is that I want to point out these things for people that don't live my life, that don't, like, they don't, they don't see the, the world in the, in the way I see it. 
and have to deal with it. And the world is not made for everybody. And that's something people should just understand in general. You know, the world is not made for everybody. Even if you're an able-bodied person, it's just not made for you too. So it's really not made for me or anybody like me because we have to get around a different way. We have to do things differently. So it's very hard for us to, you know, to do things. But there are some benefits that come with it. You know, there's some, we get, we get a pretty cool parking spot, which I've elaborated on other episodes. Um, but there's also drawbacks to that because then you have people that want to park there that don't need to park there. But, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the, the, the good and evil in everything. It's like, well, that respect and some people that don't. Okay. So is it okay for me to take up two spaces to make sure I can park and get out of my van? So I'm taking up a regular space for a regular person, but that regular person could be taking up my handicap space. So I think it balances out sometimes. I mean, I guess you probably never thought of it that way, but that's really how I look at it. Like if I got a park and there's no parking places, then I'm going to park. I want to make a parking space is like the way I like to say it. Like I'll go find a spot where I can park in a way to where I take up two regular parking places but still be able to get out of my van and not not let somebody park where I can't get back in it. So I've done that. I've done that a lot just because that's the only way I can guarantee for me to get in and out of my car. So, you know, it's sometimes we get special stalls in the bathroom. And that, this one I can't really gripe about too much because obviously that stall is not just meant for me or meant for a disabled person, but... It is kind of irritating to go in there and somebody be in that stall. But that doesn't mean that they they went in, that somebody else wasn't in the other stall. So I kind of give that one a a pass because, you know, if it said only people that are disabled can use this stall and uh, be like a law like it is for parking places, then okay, then I could gripe. But that being said, I really can't gripe too much about it. It's irritating, but I can't gripe about it because that, that stall is... For everybody, not just me. Um, so that you know, so we get special restrooms, special parking places. Um, what else? But, but the power of the wheelchair. I I also want to kind of do this, and I actually think I have an episode that I'm going to do this on, but I'll touch on it a little bit. A manual chair versus a power chair. Power chair is way better than a manual chair. So many ways, it's not even funny, especially for someone in my situation. And I wish. Oh, I wish I would have been in a power or used a power chair uh, early on. Like if they would have been available when I was younger, I would have gone to a power chair the first moment I saw one. But or was able to get one. I should say it like that. So that, but I'm only saying that briefly just because um, this episode is called "Power of the Wheelchair." But I do have an episode coming out that's uh, manual versus power, where I get into what the benefits are are both and the cons of both. So that being said, though, uh, let's see. What does my note say so I can kind of get what I was? You know what? I'm blind and old and can't see. <laughs> oh, it says, with great power comes great responsibility. That was the actual quote, quote from Spider-Man. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the technology and how it, is benefiting wheelchairs and 
some of the things that even this power chair can do. And we talked about this a little bit in the episode Medically Necessary with my friend Kara. But, you know, the uh, power chair comes with so many benefits that a manual chair doesn't. And so, you know what? I, I'm going to do it. Why not? I'm not going to do an episode, a separate episode about manual chair and power chairs. I'm going to just squeeze them into this one. So a power chair, the benefits of that is that you can still get exercise with a power chair. Uh, you're you're rolling you're rolling yourself everywhere. It an exercise that you do it. It's like what it's like walking for for able-bodied people. Rolling a manual chair is for disabled people. So that is one benefit, and then. Like early on when I when I first got my wheel you know a wheelchair, um, the first one I got the the back totally reclined to where it basically laid flat. So the seat and the, and the back were totally flat, and the footrest even came up. So I could practically just lay in that wheelchair the way it was. And a lot of times I did that because I would have what's called a body cast. And I, the body cast didn't allow you to sit up. So I had to lay to be rolled around. And there's pictures. I have pictures of me, lay, you know, laying in this chair, this wheelchair, with it all laying flat, you know, like stretched out and flat. Um, so manual chairs did have some benefits as far as being able to put it in different positions. But then when you, be, then when you get to the power chair, all right, well, what's the benefit of that one? Well, the biggest benefit or lack lack of exercise is one not a benefit, but it's a con. It's a lack of exercise. But a power chair, at least today's power chairs, in my opinion, are a big, huge benefit for someone like me now because I'm older. I don't have the strength. I don't have the the flexibility. I don't have mainly the strength to push a manual chair like I used to, and it's less wear and tear on my shoulders. So the power chair does all the work for me to get me around. Um, and then the power chairs have so many other features that they can they they can have now. You know, we've touched on it before. You know, my power chair, the seat raises up. And when I say it raises up, it raises up to about, puts me about four to five feet tall, which is still short, but it's not as short and as low as I would normally sit in it. So so I can almost get eye, eye level with the advertised person to be able to talk to them without looking up or them looking down. It also helps me to be able to reach things, you know, off of shelves and stuff, get a little bit higher, even though I might still need to be, still need to use reacher or a grabber. I'm just up higher to do it. Today, I was trying to put a, a Funko Pop up on the shelf that was higher than my wheelchair would go, but I was doing it with two grabbers that were longer and I got it done. It, was a, it took a little work, but I got it done. So without the use of my wheelchair getting up higher, um, I would have had to await for somebody that was able-bodied to come put that stuff on the shelf. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have to have that help sometimes. But the chair being able to raise up does help a lot when it comes to stuff like that. Um, it can recline easier. The whole seat can recline which uh, my friend Kara did a video not too long ago where she showed how she tilts her whole seat back when she goes down a ramp to kind of keep her level as she goes down the ramp, you know, just her her, her body kind of level and, and not in that weird feeling like, 
I'm falling backwards or I'm falling forward. You know, when you're going, when you go down a ramp, you got the feeling of you're falling forward. And then when you go up a ramp, you have that feeling of falling backwards. And then I made a comment on it I, on the post. I said, well, I wish it was a, I wish they had the ability to do the opposite to where instead of tilting it back when you're going down to kind of tilt your seat just a little bit forward. Um, I mean, yeah, when you're going down the ramp, she tilts it back to stay level. I want to tilt it forward to go up the ramp. So I'm I'm going up more at a level position because I don't like the feeling of being kind of thrown back. I don't I, I hate that. And and so I find myself when I go up a ramp, especially in my van, I lean my my body or my upper body as far forward as I can so I don't get that weird feeling of hitting that incline. It's just me, I guess, but I wish it did that. And her comment back to me was, oh, they do have them that way. This particular chair doesn't have it, but they, they do make it to where they tilt forward that way. I was like, sweet. And I kind of wish it did it automatically. Like it knew that you're going up a certain certain steep of an incline. It just slowly made the chair kind of tilt forward. And as you got to the top, it would slowly put it back in position. So you would never feel like you were being thrown either way. And I wish it, it probably is that way. They have automatic footrests that come up. You know, they actually offered me automatic footrests. The only problem I thought I would have with them is that they were going to be too too long for my short legs. So I actually had them custom make my footrest. And basically I had the same type of footrest I had on my manual chair, designed the same way and everything. Um, but the reason they were offering me the leg rests that go up automatically, they thought it might make it easier for me to, like, if I pull up to it like a a couch or something, I could just put my leg rest up and I could just use my leg rest like a transfer board to get out of my chair. But I don't really get out of my chair sliding out that way. I get out to usually get out of my chair from the side. So it it might have helped in some situation, but might have not in others. But I think the power wheelchair is a, feels a little bit more safer in a lot of ways because it, it doesn't have the feeling of tumping over flipping forward not that it couldn't i mean if you go off a big enough drop like a curb i'm sure it would tump over and go fall forward and a manual chair going off a curb which i've told several stories uh and i even have just a story in its own episode i went off a curb in my manual chair and it flipped over easy like really easy i'm not i'm I'm not gonna go try to flip this chair over i just feel more stead sturdy and in more secure in this in this wheelchair versus my manual chair. I don't have anybody that's really going to come up behind me and try to jerk me backwards like Papa Willie in this chair. This chair weighs 300 and something pounds, not including me weighing like I'm I think I weigh like 137 now and I was 175. Um so it it's it's not going anywhere and it and I told this story before or mentioned this before. My really I was really scared when I first got this chair to go up my ramp in my van. And my friend, one of the things my friend said to me, he says, hey, wheelchair ain't going nowhere. He goes, you could literally drive up that ramp and just stop, like right in the middle of the ramp. And it's not going to flip over. It's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to sit there. And it kind of took him to say that to me and me, me, you know, realizing, hey, he's right. This chair's not going to go anywhere. And one of the, one thing that was funny is, uh, I had my, I think it was my mom or somebody, I had them, I said, 
I said, grab onto my chair. And they're just sitting down at the kitchen table. They grab on onto my chair. I said, you got a good hold? Yeah. And I said, okay, here we go. And I was dragging them across the floor. And they were like, wow. I said, yeah. Anybody comes up and grabs my chair like they're going to do something, I'm taking them for a ride. Um, so I like that this chair has power. The drawbacks that I see with a with a power chair versus a manual chair, um, I would say one of the drawbacks is if for whatever reason you lose you lose your batteries, you're pretty much screwed. The chair can be put in a manual or a neutral, but you can't push it by yourself. Somebody has to push it for you. Versus a manual chair doesn't have power, so you don't have to worry, worry about it. And even my last manual chair had power assist wheels that had batteries. But even to, if the batteries went dead or malfunctioned or whatever, I could still roll that wheelchair. It was harder to roll it because of the weight of the batteries and stuff, but I could physically still roll it. Power chairs, the batteries die. I can't. I can't do it on my own. That's one drawback. The other drawback is... Um, depending on the ground, how level and sturdy the ground is, can't it, it definitely it can go in grass, but you gotta be really careful. I've told that story too about my friend getting stuck in his yard on New Year's Eve because the ground was wet, and on the way back, his wheelchair just bogged down in some a, a good wet spot in his yard, and he was stuck. Had to call nine one one to get somebody come out and help him get out. I mean, get get out, get unstuck. So. There are drawbacks when it comes to the chair, but not that you can't get stuck with a manual chair, but the manual chair also, at least the ones that I had, um, had smaller wheels in the front. So you wouldn't get necessarily stuck with those wheels, but they would get caught in holes or cracks, and that would make it very easy for you to tump over. And they were a lot more easier to tump over, you know, way easier to tump over. So... I, I do like my power chair. It really um, makes me feel a lot more secure, but it also makes me feel really old because I made this joke when I first got it. I was like, now I feel really old. Like, why? I said, well, because I feel like I'm just riding around in a scooter, like old people. <laughs> but I've gotten used to it, and, and, I'm like, and I do like it. I definitely would not go back to a, a manual chair. I do have my manual chair still, and I would probably only use it if I had to go with somebody that couldn't take my power chair. Um, and that, that is a big drawback about power chairs. It limits you to who you can go and hang out with. Um, unless you can drive, which I can, and I have a van that I can get in and out of, and it can handle my power chair. Other than that, I just can't call a friend over and say, hey, let's go to the movies if I can't drive because I can't go in my power chair because they Unless they have a vehicle that they can, you know, manage my power chair, I'm, I can't go in my power chair. So I do have my manual chair to use from time to time if I need to. I haven't had that case scenario yet. There are benefits in in having a wheelchair, period, no matter if it's manual or powered, and, and, and a few responsibilities just to, you know, not try to run over people. I used to be bad about running over or coming close to running over people, especially little kids in the mall. When I was younger, I would just be cruising as fast as I could through the mall, and little kids would jump out in front of me and, or not wa watching where they were going, and I'd have to sw swerve or almost hit them. But, yeah, 
uh, I just thought it'd be a fun episode, and then I realized as I was talking, I'm like, well, I should just go ahead and combine the two because it'd be dumb to talk about this a little bit of power, the power of the wheelchair, without really kind of diving into the differences. Um, who knows? I I'm pretty sure um, that I have repeated a lot of stuff uh, in a lot of episodes, but. It's not necessarily a bad thing because not everybody's going to listen to every single episode. So the ones that have, I apologize if you've heard a lot of things that I've repeated a lot of things. But I kind of do that just so that no matter what episode you pick up, you, you'll you get the gist of whatever I'm talking about. But I still might repeat little things when it comes to those episodes. But I'm trying. I really am trying. But thank you for coming out and listening to this episode, The Power of the Will. Again, if you got feedback of any kind, questions, comments, suggestions, look us up on the our website, theeletropodcast.com. Uh, we have a phone number you can call, leave a message. Uh, you can leave an actual voice message, and if it's a question or something that I feel like I can play during a podcast episode, I will definitely play it. And even answer it if it is a question. Again, you can find that at the website. And thank you so much. Please share this podcast. Give it out there to your friends. Consider subscribing to the podcast. It's only 99 cents a month. And it supports me and the podcast. And helps me keep my dream alive. With that being said, as always, until next time, let's roll. Hey, this is Paula. And you're listening to the Let's Roll podcast with host Double R. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media. Find links in the description below or at the Let's Roll Podcast.com.